The response to COVID, two years and counting. We used to suffer from problems. Now we suffer from solutions. The response to COVID has served to discourage Americans and made us hope less. For two years, Americans have been mistaken and misguided by our leaders. This has led to die vision, literally a death of vision for the country and the masking of many things. A wise man said, a tree will be known by its fruit. Let's look at the fruit of the last two years. At the start of the response to COVID, Human Rights Watch predicted that having 1.5 billion children out of school would have devastating effects. One year later, the UN reported that the share of children being trafficked had tripled. Save the Children's International report found that the COVID crisis had made child trafficking victims less visible and traceable. The National Center for Missing and Exploited Children noted a 97.5% increase in online enticement reports and a 28% increase in cyber tip line reports between 2019 and 2020. The U.S. State Department in its 2021 Trafficking in Persons report wrote, COVID-19 generated conditions increased the number of people who experienced vulnerabilities to human trafficking and interrupted existing and planned anti-trafficking interventions. The UN and the WHO predicted uh, predict rather that there will be a global shortage of 1 to 2 billion syringes worldwide in 2022 due to COVID shots and boosters. UNICEF has stated that low- and middle-income countries will bear the brunt of this shortage, meaning millions of poor children will not receive life-saving immunizations this year for measles, mumps, rubella, etc. The Times of India reported that the literacy rate in the country declined by 2% in 2020, after rising for 79 years, and predicted it would continue to decline due to a lack of access to education. After showing an annual increase for 15 years, public school enrollment in the U.S. began to decline in the fall of 2020. The National Center for Education Statistics released preliminary data showing that 1.1 million American children disappeared from public school enrollment between the fall of 2019 and the fall of 2020. Childhood obesity enlarged with a report from the CDC showing that the rate of BMI increase approximately doubled between 2018 and 2020. According to the CDC, less children ages 0 to 17 have died of COVID, 727 total, in the past two years than died from the flu, 858 total, in the most recent two flu seasons for which data is available, 2018 to 2019 and 2019 to 2020. The flu is more deadly for children than COVID. Children are the least at risk and have suffered the most from COVID mitigation efforts. Former New York Times investigative journalist Alex Berenson pointed out in his book Pandemia, the rise in deaths of despair in people under 50, not the total number, but the increase from 2019 to 2020 was larger 
than the total of 17,000 COVID deaths in people in the same age range in 2020. Deaths of despair in this case include drug overdoses, alcohol, and homicides. Suicide rates among active duty military are devastatingly high. More than six times the number of active duty military died from suicide in 2020 alone, 580 total, than have died from COVID-90 in total over the past two years. May God have mercy on their souls. More than 8 million tons of pandemic-related plastic waste have been created globally and 25,000 tons of it has already ended up in the ocean, according to a study published in PNAS. There is still so much data that is not available. We will not fully understand the consequences of the extreme actions taken by governments for years to come. How the hell did we get here? The first case of COVID in the USA was confirmed by the CDC on January 20th, 2020. In February, schools began to close until 50.8 million public school students were affected. In the first days of the response, hand sanitizer and disinfectant wipes were difficult to find because we were told that the virus was spread by fomites and was not an aerosol. CNN's Dr. Gupta demonstrated how to wipe down your groceries, and national media interviewed experts who told parents to wipe down playground equipment and to wash their children's clothes after they played on public play sets. In the first days of the response, we were told not to wear masks by the experts, which was standard advice before 2020. Then on March 16th, 2020, the White House implemented 15 days to slow the spread. See embedded image. On March 17th, the USNS Comfort was dispatched to New York to help hospitals that were in danger of reaching capacity. States like Washington began to issue stay-at-home orders. We were told that preventative health care was no, not essential, but that pot dispensaries were essential. That taking communion wine or worshiping the Holy Spirit together was not essential, but being able to buy boxed wine and bottled spirits was essential. Governor Cuomo, remember him? said that New York needed 30,000 ventilators. But by April, doctors began raising questions about whether ventilators were doing more harm than good. On April 21st, Governor Cuomo said that New York no longer needed the USNS Comfort. It had treated 179 COVID patients. Also in April, the experts started a soft sell recommending that Americans consider wearing cloth masks. By May, Dr. Fauci stated that masks should be worn as symbols. Masks quickly became political. In July, President Trump wore one publicly for the first time, even tweeting, remember when he was allowed to do that, that it was patriotic. At this point, the 2020 campaign was in full swing and Trump was promising a vaccine by the end of the year. Corporate media and the experts were quick to disagree and said that no vaccine would be better than a rushed vaccine. 
Democrats lined up to criticize the vaccines, which were still in development, and to state that they did not trust the federal government. In September, the CDC changed its definition of a vaccine from producing immunity to producing protection to accommodate the new mRNA technology. The Merriam-Webster dictionary definition of a vaccine also changed from to produce or increase immunity to stimulate an immune response. Two days after the media called the election for Biden, Pfizer released its early vaccine data. On November 12, 2020, Dr. Fauci said that the end of the pandemic was in sight thanks to the vaccines. On December 5, 2020, Biden stated that vaccines would not be mandatory. On December 10, 2020, the BBC spearheaded the Trusted News Initiative, bringing together numerous global media as well as Facebook, Google, YouTube, and Twitter to combat misinformation surrounding vaccines. On December 11, 2020, the FDA gave the Pfizer vaccine an emergency use authorization and doses were shipped to be administered. On January 20, 2021, Biden took office and told Americans we only needed to wear masks for 100 days and signed an executive order mandating mask wearing on federal transportation for the same duration. Dr. Fauci began saying that wearing two masks was common sense, although some, such as Supreme Court Justice Sotomayor, had already been triple masking, face shield plus double masks. See embedded image. On April 30th, the TSA extended the masking requirement on planes. On May 13th, Biden said that vaccinated Americans no longer needed to wear masks. On May 20th, 2021, Dr. Fauci said that the vaccines could eliminate COVID completely. Then on July 25th, 2021, Dr. Fauci said the U.S. was headed in the wrong direction on coronavirus. On July 27th, 2021, the CDC updated its guidance, recommending that everyone, including the vaccinated, wear masks. 2021 was the summer of vaccine lotteries, double donuts for vaccinated, joints for jabs, and other freebies to entice the hesitant to get the shot. See embedded image. On August 6, 2021, the director of the CDC admitted that vaccines did not stop transmission. On August 16th, New York became the first major U.S. city to adopt a vaccine passport system. On August 17th, the White House confirmed it would extend the federal mask mandate. On September 9th, 2021, Biden signed an executive order mandating all federal employees and contractors to be fully vaccinated. On September 22nd, 2021, the FDA began offering a third shot of Pfizer for certain populations, calling it a booster. In early October 2021, more Americans had died with COVID under the current administration than the previous administration. Put another way, more Americans had died with COVID after rather than before the shots and boosters became widely available. 
On November 4, 2021, Biden announced two more vaccine mandates, one via an OSHA rule for employers with 100 or more employees and the other via a Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services rule for healthcare workers. On November 19, 2021, the CDC extended booster shot eligibility to all adults. On November 29, 2021, Facebook admitted in legal documents that its fact-checking was just, quote, opinion, proving in part that fact-checkers are censors. On December 2nd, Biden extended the mask mandate on federal transportation once again, this time to March 18, 2022. On December 14th, Biden stated that vaccinated people cannot spread the disease to anyone else. On the 28th, Biden stated that there was no federal solution to the virus after promising over 10 times to shut down the virus. On January 12, 2022, Dr. Fauci conceded that, quote, just about everybody will get COVID. On January 13, 2022, the Supreme Court blocked the OSHA mandate and upheld the CMS rule. On January 14, the CDC updated its mask guidelines to include levels of protection. On January 19, 2022, the CDC published a paper comparing vaccinated and natural immunity, stating that, quote, persons who survived a previous infection had lower case rates than people who were vaccinated alone. Alex Berenson offers a summary of the paper on his Substack. How do we make sense of the last two years? What are we to do with such a colossal mess? I suppose the same thing we are to do with any mess. Stop wasting time figuring out who made it and start cleaning it up. You cannot lend a hand and point a finger at the same time. The first month I hid at home with a mixture of glee and fear. Working remotely felt like an extended snow day apart from the horrifying news reports. Then the stay at home order was extended I made the decision to start going back to work in person. We were required to wear face coverings, safety glasses, and latex gloves. I worked for Seattle's Department of Transportation. I remember doing a safety site visit and one of the crew asked me why we weren't requiring earplugs as a preventative measure as well. He was serious. People were very afraid. But this is no longer month two of the response to COVID. This is year two. The healthcare system, thank God, held up. And thank every nurse and every doctor and every PA that marched through the mires of the last 24 months to hold back the gates of hell. Because if our healthcare system had failed, it would have been hell. I do not know where I heard it, but someone wiser than me said, we used to suffer from problems. Now we suffer from solutions. When I look at the increases in suicide, child trafficking, child obesity, and garbage compared with the decreases in literacy and immunizations, I think, yes, we are suffering from solutions. Then I think, take heart. Encourage one another. Add a few drops until we are hopeful again. Renew and revision our values. Unmask truth. Courage, brave heart. 
London was rebuilt after the Blitz. The trade tower rose from the rubble. And the old proverb says, better to light one candle than curse the darkness.